Six-Pack Lapidot, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S dot app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions, several national champions, and uh, I mean, a laundry list of records, national records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite level programming available, video tutorials. Uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts. Um, to get all your lifts analyzed so you get elite level programming and coaching for $29.99 US a month. Positionsofpower.programs.app. Go there and get yourself started. <laughs> Fellas, we're back. This is uh just like last time. I was I was um just talking to John. He's back from doing the uh brawn. What what was that, John? What what were you guys doing? I seen you and Jessica Bittner, and you guys flew out somewhere for this brawn special. Yeah, so Braun's doing a, a virtual competition. It's um like it's three reps on bench and deadlift, and that takes your body weight into account. And they have a score similar to like Wilkes or Dodds called their the BIP score. And they flew us out to Gymshark to do our entries like a exhibition event. And it was a it was a really good time. And you were saying, um, well, what's a first off? Well, well uh, Andy, thank you for coming on, by the way. This is our Christmas special <laughs> for everybody listening. The holiday special. Um What's a bit score, my man? Do we have another formula in the mix? Because holy shit, do we have enough formulas? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what all goes into the bit score. You'd have to. You'd have to have them on the the pot. Actually, that'd probably be a good guess. Just have those guys on. They can kind of explain how the app works, and they yeah. have a lot of uh, connections with like the IPF and uh, Kabuki. So. so I heard. Yep. So I heard. I'm hearing about like Jim Shark is starting to move into um, the powerlifting scene. Like yeah. you see more and more people popping up and they're starting to, I think they're going to be sponsoring events and feds in the whole nine. Gymshark's a big company, man. Yeah. They, uh, their facility is really cool too. They have a nice gym out there. It's all Lego stuff. And, and they, fl- where are they located? They're UK? Yeah. They're um, Birmingham is where Gymshark is located. So that's where we did the event. And they flew you out and you said, man, I never feel like more of a professional athlete in my life. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. Like they took care of everything and uh, took us out for like drinks and everything afterwards. And it was a whole whole it's strip. It's called a strip club. <laughs> yeah, we went. To, it, it was a gentleman's club. All right, okay. all right. In the UK, it's gentleman's club. Yeah, in the UK, I'll, that's right. I, I'll, I'll say uh, strip clubs over there are different because they don't tip. So like they don't have the girl like dancing in the middle um so you basically just like go and like you sit down and it's a lot like classier but i think strip clubs here are more fun <laughs> well, 
Because I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Tell it no like said. it is, John. No, no said. Yeah, John's right. like, I'm just saying. That's, that's John's preference. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I like it because like you can still see boobs, and you don't have to pay for a uh, pay for a lap dance. I don't want to. I don't know. Well, this is the this lap is dance true. is like all right, but yeah, or the private dance. I mean, the private dance. That's right. There's yeah. levels to this. There's levels to these these games. I'd rather just like hang out with friends while there's a girl topless dancing next to that's, us. That's pretty true. <laughs> it is, uh, John. Do you have a do you have a light on your end, like a desk light or something? Uh, I could find one. You kind of look like you're um, informing on the mafia. (laughs) We got to protect your identity just in case I use video clips. John's curtain is is full of holes because his dog tore through it. So that's the sunlight. (laughs) There we are. There's my mans. And um, and it was uh, who all went there for athletes? Because Jessica Bittner was Uh, a senior post. Yeah, it was uh, me and her were the two international lifters, and then there was uh, probably like 10 to 15 um, UK lifters there. Usual crew. Was Tony Cliff there? Uh, No, he was not. Okay. Yeah, but uh, like Amy Viner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I think she was probably the next biggest name person there. No offense to everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I seen the one post. Is it true that Jessica Bittner at the that was fucking hilarious? Where you were on the airport and or in the airplane, and she looks back and says, um, "Let me ask you something, John. Would you rather lick <laughs> peanut butter off a homeless man's foot, or never be able to eat your favorite food for the rest of the world?" <laughs> that was true. It was on. It was on a train. It wasn't on the flight. It was on a train. But yes, that was a uh, a very factual thing that happened. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Well. First off, what was your answer? Um, so she said you had to like get real up in there. And oh, I was fuck. like, that's hep- that. I was like, that's hep- like if it was just like a quick lick, I'd be like, man, like give me that. But she's like, yeah, you got like a lick a queen. I was like, nah, oh. I don't know. That's that sounds like a disease waiting to happen. The thing is, and I was like, I think I'd give up steak for. Not is it steak? That's your It's just it, it's steak. That's Actually, your favorite? Uh, Someone said, su- someone said sushi, and I was like, damn, actually, that'd probably be, like, I would rather lick it, lick the foot, than give up sushi. So, yeah. I guess I'd oh, take the foot. Dog, uh, I mean, oh, fuck. So sushi's your favorite, right? Yeah. That's it. I can't, what about you, Andy? What are you thinking? I would lick it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's like, just for shits what, and giggles. I would have, if, if I got sick, oh, whatever, I'd recover, and it's fine. It's a hell of a story, I'll tell you that right now. What if it's being recorded? I'd make money off it by selling it. I'd still, I'd still probably do it. You know what? I feel like if you like, I feel like you could justify that with almost everyone. You'd be like, hey, like it was either this or give up. What the heck? What the fuck? You just what are you doing? What guys? You got to wait for a different part of the conversation to do that. This yeah. is where all of a sudden we're gonna be like, so we're right, about homeless people and sushi. You gotta be hot. <laughs> and licking peanut butter off of their body, and then he's like, and that's my fucking cue. Let's get let's that's the first let's item. Get, of let's get weird. <laughs> let's get weird as we go. And he's I see, and these fucking pants come off. We're like, all right, well now we're partying. <laughs> Well, now we're, now it's a party. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. I mean, 
fuck if I'm thinking about food, man, like first off, I didn't realize the market on OnlyFans. I listened to this podcast, a fighter and the kid and this one. Oh, the podcast is so bad. You don't like it. <laughs> no, Brendan oh. Chow sucks. Dude, I love, I, I love the fighter and the kid. I'm on the subreddit. It's so funny. They just shit on Brendan Schaub. <laughs> they the shit on him relentlessly. It's crazy. The whole subreddit is like just shitting on the show. It's not even a support subreddit. It's a hate Reddit. Yeah, it was funny because it, it got a, uh, it kept getting rep- recommended to me. And I was like, oh, I don't like Brendan Schaub. Like, I don't want to follow this. And then I realized that, that they just shit on him. Yeah, dude. It's relent. It's cr- He's so lucky he doesn't read his comments or go in that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the fighter, the kid, but it's, uh, it, they got a lot of haters, but, um, the, one of the ladies who do, like cat, do you know, cat who does yeah. their, okay. Do you, do you know the fighter and kid Andy? No. Okay. So it's a popular podcast, but cat does the behind the scenes, like, um, uh, producing and shit. She has an only fans and she just shows her feet. And I mean, her in like underwear or swimsuit, but nothing like naked. She makes more money now doing that. She started off doing feet. She makes a fucking killing doing that. Like there's a massive market on OnlyFans doing shit like this. Point is, if you guys lick that fucking guy's peanut butter off his foot, there's some serious coin in this gentleman. Let me just put that out there. And we just choose different objects to put peanut butter on. Easy. And just record it. And now the pants come off. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the cue for the pants come off and here we are and they go and then i and then i drop the promo code uh ko tail 25 to see in and then there we go and there you go now we're rocking and rolling but uh listen merry christmas happy happy holidays or whatever you guys celebrate i got something special for us to kick off the show even though we've already been chatting for like 10 minutes let me share with you a little something something i gotta do a share screen bear with me So I oh. printed the lyrics of Rudolph the Red. Oh, I've seen this. I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph the Red? <laughs> he gets into it. Rest in peace. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red knows reindeer. Oh, shit. And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the Once my man started bringing in the drums, it's amazing how into it he got. Won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him. And they shouted out quickly. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. You go down to history forever. You go down to history forever. You go down to history. What? What? I think he needs our friend Suzanne to... And oh, yeah. her little, uh, yeah. little uh, background sound effects. Yeah, she'd be perfect. It's crazy how, so it's funny how um, 
she's like, if you wanted to do this, and it's like he was already, he was so game, first yeah. off. And she's like, I actually, so I printed off the lyrics. And he's like, oh, I, I, I don't need those. I got yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. I'm a father of like 10 fucking kids. Half of them I don't see, but still, I'm a, <laughs> like, come on, man, I got this. And um, it's crazy how into it he got. Once he bent over, started hammering the desk with some drums, I was like, he's about to kill it. Um, he's he's been waiting for this moment his whole life but oh, yes. uh, um which way do you guys want to fly on this do you guys want to do the uh christmas style wish list i got a couple things on the wish list or do you guys want to get into the year-end awards um let's do the more wish list like non-traditional stuff and then we'll end it with sounds good yeah sounds good well, I got a couple things for a wish list. If I had a Christmas wish list and I could, and I, and this is like Christmas miracles, I don't make it happen. Bear with me. I'll go first. I'll drop this. Let me know what you guys think about it. On social media, there's been a little bit of hints here and there, a little bit of murmurs. Larry Wheels has been hitting some big lifts in the gym. What do you guys think about Larry Wheels returning? If I could fucking wish upon a twinkle in a star and toss it out there, Larry Wills returns to powerlifting. What do you think happens? Is, is that big? Well, is that is that new quartz? It's, well, it's close to like my wish list, except mine is like this. I would want like all the top lifters to go against each other, no matter what, what uh, association, what untested, tested, whatever. I would love to see everybody just have like a super meet. But uh, but speaking of Larry, um. I mean, he hits big lists all the time, on and off, you know, here and there, and then he gets hurt or goes on to something else. So, yeah, um, I would love to see it, but uh, I don't know. It, like, like in terms of, well, like, let me ask you guys this, because Larry's got a fucking massive following, and I don't know what the shit happened in terms of, um, like, he got a lot of injuries. Then he left to the Middle East. And I don't know how this all happened and came about. And like, <laughs> what the, I don't know what, what hookup he had or how we ended up over there. And um, then he moved into arm wrestling and fucking like his, if you look at his YouTube, he's killing it in terms of his viewership or whatnot. But lately, all of a sudden, he started hitting some big lifts and, um, and started posting. And so I'm like, shit, is he possibly thinking about coming back to powerlifting? If he, it's one thing to hit big lifts. It's another if Larry's like announces I'll be at the next showdown. After what's that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. uh, You probably I guess you don't know this then. But like probably four or five months ago, he tried to make a comeback. It for he was he was he was doing he's doing raps. Like he went to America went with his old coach, and then they were trying to get him into raps, and then he was planning for a a big meet or or trying to go for a record. But in training, he tore his quad, so he had to back off again. So yeah. that was that was within the last four or five months. That's what dog, I'm saying. Yeah. Dog, I feel like raps. People got to kill that noise. I feel like raps. It might crazy. Raps can lead to injury. Oh, for sure. Here, here's oh, my oh. issue with Larry. Okay, Larry takes X amount of months off, like actual like programming and like prepping for a meet. Then he decides randomly that he wants to like break this record. And then he doesn't give enough time to like actually like prepare for. It. He's just like, okay, I'm ready to lift, do this record. 
I'm going to do it in eight weeks versus like have an actual longer time and plan. And it just like, I think it just sends the wrong message to people like, oh, I can just like pick a meet, train for a couple of weeks intensely and then uh, take drugs and then, uh, you know, it'll, it'll work out. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm glad it, he got hurt, but I'm just saying like, this is an example why that doesn't work, even if you're yeah. Larry Wheels. Um, so I just, I would love to see him back. I just wanted to see it do it the right way and, and not see him get hurt all the time. And, you know, just, just set a better example. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. There, John. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, um, powerlifting's better with him in it. Like the great personality for the sport and, uh, brings a lot of attention as well. So I'd agree. I'd, I'd definitely like to see him back on the platform. Um, I go, go along with Andy, like my wish would be everyone kind of do the same, compete on the same platform. Yeah, like it, like a Yuri, John, Dan Bell, Larry, fucking throwing Dan Green, a healthy Dan yeah. Green. Yeah. You know, what? all these people. I mean, I would lick peanut butter off a, off a dead man's foot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, a few hours dead though, not like three weeks dead, but yeah. a dead man's foot. Wow, yeah, you won't to make that happen. <laughs> make that happen, and I would post that video on an OnlyFans, and, and, yeah. and we're we're all we're all and and with the money, I would fund I would fund the giveaway, I fund Perfect. the prizes. That's that's the, that's how we come full circle here. Yeah. Um, that's how we're going to unite everybody. How in are you? Well, this is what we have to do. Um, yeah, and honestly, I do think because Larry or Larry John, you didn't do you stopped doing raps because you started getting fucked up by using raps. And you were like, am I not right? Because I remember like Kevin Oak said the same and a bunch of people said that. Um, yeah, plus I just don't enjoy training with wraps. So I think and that kind of John didn't give it much time to like yeah. train properly in wraps. So I think wraps you need like a solid year or two, like Damn. consistently on and off learning mm-hmm. it before John did like eight weeks of lapping. <laughs> yeah, because I just I I don't like training with wraps. So yeah. I tried to minimize how much I used them. Yeah. Here's um. So here's another part of the wish list. Dan Bell comes back 100. Um, percent We had seen Dan Bell mentioned like he was going to take a bit of a hiatus. I don't know if you guys. I I I, I haven't reached out to him or anything on a, on an update. But obviously he's he's lifting again. He's got some serious weight on his back once again. Um, do either you guys know an update there on, is he coming back? Is he planning on coming back or is he just lifting to get some weight on his back, but he's not planning to go like full sand dumbbell like we're, we're used to seeing with a 505 kilo squats. Uh, no, he's uh he's planning on doing the ghost strong meet. I think that's like right down. It's pretty close to him. So it makes it's, sense. I don't know if he's planning on like going for an all time PR or what, or if he's just kind of doing like just enough to win some money. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know how how much he was wanting to push it. I know he was a little worried about like some health things because yeah, at a certain level, it, we're all dealing with it. So um, I know he's trying for kids. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he, but it is, it is confirmed that he's going to do that. Meet. Yeah. Hmm. All eyes on it because in terms of like obviously you, for the the health of powerlifting. I mean, you, you're super heavyweights get a lot of attention, right? And um, in terms of the untested, at least, 
it's Dan Bell and there's a bit of a gap. Andrew House is starting to come along. Um, TD is coming along in, in not in wraps. I think in the, in the raw side, he had the biggest total and Andrew House had the biggest total in wraps. But there's still a bit of a gap between like Dan Bell at 100%. But Andrew House is a young dude and TD is just getting going. So we'll have to see. Um, here's another one that I have. So here's, it, it's almost like a question as well. But one of my wishes is that um, John Hack has some competition because at this point, if I'm honest, last year I said on my wish list, I believe I said John Hack versus Yuri in like a super showdown, East versus West, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is like Rocky Four all over again. Now, I don't know if that's even this big of a deal anymore <laughs> after what you did at Showdown. It's almost... Am I crazy? John, what do you think? Is there, is there competition out there? What's motivating you? Or is it just numbers? Yeah, I mean, Yuri's still very competitive. I think he's dealt with uh, injuries the past year. So if he gets healthy, I guess that was going to actually kind of factor into one of my wishes too. I was saying a healthy healthy Yuri to go head-to-head with would be what I would like to see in 2022. But Like his – if his – his raw total. Mm-hmm. Haven't you already? Have you surpassed his raw total? Yeah, he, he surpassed three weight classes raw totals. Like like a weight class below. Yeah, no. um, but but you're not going to meet him. You're not going to meet him wrapped. No. So I mean, I, I, like obviously for sure, I'm not saying a foregone conclusion you'd beat Yuri, but frig man, if you bulk up a weight class, I can't see this. It's it, it, until you did the showdown, there was still like, well, fuck, who knows, right? We'll have to see. Now it's starting to become a little bit more and more a bit of a spread. It, do you think Yuri is probably the number one opposition? Um, I, 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 it's hard because it's not apples to apples because he, yeah, wraps. yeah, what are we going to do? I think because you're not throwing on wraps. No. Uh. No, but he's done a few raw meets and done right. pretty good numbers. So I mean, it, it'd be up to him to like go do sleeves. I think. Yeah, like but I, then, I'm, but, I'm but then like saying that he's the better like rack lifter, and I'm the better sleeve lifter. Yeah. So I just think, I'm like, even if it happened twenty two, I still like it's still like this asterisk in my mind because like Yuri's not his his. Uh, Whatever his advantage or his best lift is, or one of his best lifts is squatting and wraps. So him doing a raw meet is like a kind of handicap to go against John. So that's why I just it's it's fun to see, but I, I just don't think it's like the even, you know, apple to apples like I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as raw, like just sleeves, the best sleeve person, the best sleevers. I don't think anybody's close to John. I think the biggest. I think Taylor Atwood would be the biggest. Um, Th- uh, whatever biggest competition, closest competition John would have. Are you announcing that John Hack is returning to the IPF World Championships? <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> seeing, I'm, I'm not seeing Taylor. Can Atwood you imagine? Didn't you, see dark my, side. didn't you see my story? I posted those during the USAPL. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, that's right. I see that. I'm tired of being a USAPL amateur. I want to become a pro. That's right. We're going pro, baby. That would be an absolutely bonkers if you've returned. It'd be like oh, a catch me if you can moment. I don't like, think that would go over very well. It would. Oh, 
<laughs> Some people would tune it. It would be bonkers viewership. Well, I mean, like half the people already assume that everyone at the top's on gear. So this is what would be the difference in their minds. This is absolutely true. Yeah. What do you guys think is going to be the big competition in 2022 for the untested division? Well, we're working on it. We're actually oh. working on a big meet. Yeah. Oh. To hopefully be the biggest one of the, well, at least the top two, I think in next yeah. year, because, because of the hybrid, my, the one in Miami, the, the prize money is so big. That's like, I would, I venture to say that's the second highest prize money since the Kern's biggest. What, yeah. what, what is it? Is it 65 K or something? like that? It, it starts at 60 minimum, but they're adding, they might add more as it comes, but at, at the minimum is 60,000 payout. Yeah. Just some 20 K for first for yeah. men. Fudge me. And is that a wrapped? No, it's sleeves. sleeves only. Oh shit. Yeah. John, what kind nope. of we're working on we're working on a, a big meet new a brand new one next year too when i say me we it's like some good people big big names good names and we're trying to put on something big so uh we'll be able to announce it in january so stay tuned sounds good <laughs> just drop man. some news on on king of the list already that's it man yeah. that's the first <laughs> little tidbit um with these kind of checks like what i mean I, this is public knowledge but um, so it's not overly personal, but what kind of checks are you collecting off of this over the course of like 2021, John? Uh, I think around like 40. No, not not 40. Well, if I, win hi- if I win hybrid, it'll be 40K in the last like five months. Fucking damn. Yeah. But I think like, I think all of 2021, it was like, a little under 30k that, 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 that ain't bad man yeah i mean you are the best powerlifter in the world though so it's not like um but still that that's not bad for like like five years ago when holy shit has it been five years when you were winning the ipf world championships it'd be pretty wild to think like yeah you'll be making 30k powerlifting yeah in a short spin, is it? But everybody, everybody thinks John's a professional powerlifter and can make a living off this. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, this is the, exactly. It's you got to have a day job. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I could, but at the same time, it's like powerlifting does not take that much time. So, like, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to cook. Uh, I mean, I'm saying just purely competing, like, yeah. and then live off sponsorships. Oh yeah, no. That doesn't work, no. No. And, guys... then, and then, too, like, once you're done competing, yeah, sponsors are going to fall off. Yeah, and then you have a massive gap in your employment resume, and it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck you've been doing for the last, well... <laughs> Instagram. Sh- yeah, exactly. You're showing them your, your deadlift, and, you're, and they're like, okay, <laughs> well, this doesn't translate into... <laughs> It's like that, those memes, like, what are your strengths? You're like, oh, my, my, my bench. Yeah. You're like, well, you should see the improvement I made in my bench press. <laughs> my special skills? Well, let me show you some videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, I know, it's one of those, it's a toughie. And then when you're, I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to be totally strapped into powerlifting in terms of my total income, even if I'm coaching as well. It's, I, mean, I guess you, you can. But it's just things, things can easily change up. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's, yeah, I think I don't. People don't think long term. Like, I mean, people come in and out of this world all the time. So, like, what we think in the last ten years, but in a lifetime, that's not like, like it's nothing. It's nothing. So, like, if you powerlift for five years in the powerlifting world, that might seem long, but long term, like, how long is that clout and that popularity going to last you after you stop powerlifting? You know, how how many people can be like Ed Cone and have success after powerlifting just off? They're lifting uh, very few. So even, even like, honestly, um, like five years for employment, it's fuck all like five years is nothing in terms of how long you're going to work in, in it, it, you're going to work until like God, this day and age, man, <laughs> if you're getting out early, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy unless like John's winning money, like a motherfucker. But um, if you're like, things change right in terms of five years even in terms of like the top coaches in the world if you're commanding a certain amount of dollars because you're a coaching service if you're you have to plan on being and this is your sole way of making money do you plan on being the number one coaching service for the next 30 years because you're going to work for the next 30 years do you honestly believe for the next 30 years straight i will always be the number one or one of the number one coaching services forever here on out. And this income is going to steady going, baby. And I'm always going to have the top end lifters in 30 years time. Um, how we even communicate like social media, like us being on our phones will be fucking hilarious. 10 years ago, people weren't strapped to the phones like crazy in 10, like, like our, our whole lives are on our phones in 10 years. It'll be a joke that we'd have phones in our hands. It'll be something else. It'll be the talk. I'll be about, using. I'll be using my metaverse character to talk to you guys. Dog, I. <laughs> I was about to say it. I'm not joking. Bill Gates said in three years, people because you know we're all working from home now. People would do be doing meetings via the metaverse, like you do your business meetings at the metaverse. Already, they have doctors who perform surgeries um, by putting on a virtual reality set. The, the guy, so it wasn't a surgery on a human, but they took a, a fucking banana and they're doing tests. So he cuts it open and they're using robotics and he uses virtual, virtual reality. So he could be on the other side of the world and he actually performed a surgery on it and stitched it back up. And then they tested to see, um, you know, damage, et cetera. And they're, so they're not ready yet, but in 10 years time, um, the point is in terms of technology, all of this shit's going to change. In terms like you're following, you made a social media. This social media is a hilarious joke for the future. Like everything's going to be different in 10 years. We never thought we'd be attached to our phones like we are now. But when kids 10 years back, look back to how we are with our phones, it'll be hilarious. So whenever you're like, I'm banking on this and it's never going to change. And this is what I'm doing. It all changes, man. You know, it all changes. It's dangerous. This is the shit that I'm worried about. Wait, Ryan, I have a question. What What is your day job, or is King of Lifts your professional? No, no, that's what that, I'm. I'm, un, I'm unattached to it. I have like, um, just kidding. It's essentially a government job where okay. um, it's like permits and for like construction and whatnot. So it's it's solid. That shit ain't never gonna change. That's why I went to university and whatnot. So that's why I like. Um, I like the fact that like I can make side money, kind of like John's doing. I can make side money on powerlifting. Um, but I, it's my income is not attached to it. If this yeah. shit goes away tomorrow, it was an amazing we'll ride. We'll be am- fine. Yeah. 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 It's, it was an amazing ride and I love it, but it, it's, it's not the way it's always going to be. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe it will be in the future or maybe. Okay. 
no, fuck it. Let's talk about it real quick. We can get back to our wish list in a minute. Or if powerlifting ever got into a situation where it actually got into the Olympics or some bullshit like that, then things might change. What do you think? Yeah, yeah maybe a little. A little. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, weightlifting is in the Olympics. And I don't think it's like, I don't know that world, but I don't think it's as big as, I don't think it's that much bigger than powerlifting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depends on the nation. You're yeah, right. I was going to say, like, USA, yeah. they don't really yeah, get too much support to, like, yeah. I know, I know some of the, some of the Olympic lifters make, they make like a stipend, but it's not anything like crazy. I don't think they have big power. They don't have big meets, money meets. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think even if it made it to Olympics, it would change much. So, it, it, I, it'd have to get to like ESPN and shit. That would be different. It, it depends on where you're at, because like in Iran, for instance, um, when the Super uh, Razaza Day or whatever was in the Olympics and winning gold medals. Iran was paying, like he was making millions of dollars in a competing nation. It might've been Georgia, one of those competing nations offered him 10 million to leave Iran and represent them in the Olympics. Like it depends on where you're at. Like we think well, yeah. us because we think us, but the U S never had nobody like that. Like, so it fucking depends, man. <laughs> right. But if there was a John hack in the Olympics in the U S that could change everything. Yeah. But uh, what's on your wish list, John? Do you got a wish list, sir? Uh, I mean, I already kind of said the to like have everyone go head to head at the same meet and then uh, head head match with uh, Yuri. Is that before World Peace or after? <laughs> oh, I don't care about World Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's um, World Peace ever done for me? Yeah, exactly. Keep keep the world disrupted and distracted. That's how we're going to get things done. Well, hey, um, if if I think about it, like, have you seen Rocky Four? That fight. If you brought, can change, yeah, and I can change. We all can change. Exactly. So maybe if Yuri and I went head to head, we could bring the world together. Dude, <laughs> I think this is it. I think that's why this happened. I actually, if like, uh, if that matchup ever does happen. I, I have oh, yeah. a plan to fly back to my parents' house because it's like in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. And like just do like a training montage video oh, like Rocky. In the snow. Dude. Yeah. That would be absolutely amazing. But, but like super like shitty. <laughs> like where like he runs up like the mountain. I'm gonna like run up like a small mound. <laughs> yeah. And you're pulling amazing. instead of pulling like a bunch of rocks, you're pulling like <laughs> some some pieces of logs that's it yeah, yeah like some logs. pebbles or something <laughs> i'm like i just shifted all my money onto belkin this looks terrible i, I lost all <laughs> confidence in john this is bad but you have to at the end give him that if you could change and you have to have your cinematographer right there mic'd up and yuri's like fuck please. john yuri's like john please don't and he, he can don't, see don't. and i could change and yuri's like i'm begging you don't finish I'm begging you, dude. I wonder, I wonder if he's seen Rocky Four. Like, what? Like, what do Russians think of that movie? <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I should have. I had him on the podcast. I should have asked him. Uh, but it's true. All this propaganda bullshit that we have over here about yeah. Russia. Let me ask you something. When? Wh- who's the funniest stand-up comedian from Russia? You know. 
Oh shit, dude! <laughs> they don't, they don't exist. They don't exist, dude. Dude, the machine, Bert Crusher. I mean, <laughs> Russia. It's Russia. Just a different culture, dude. I don't picture them even having stand-up. Comedy. Actually, Yuri. So Yuri's in like a group, group chat of ours. Like he's not as active right now, but in the really? past, he's he's been pretty funny. It's super like random, but he'll just come up with some shit, and if we just laugh. Well, I think uh, it's because he like his delivery is just like. Even through like messaging, you could feel like you could feel like the Russian like dry <laughs> humor of it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it, so. Different. And you just don't expect it, kind of. Yeah, like, he okay. hate he hates his government. Actually, I think from what I recall. <laughs> well, don't get him killed. Don't, take it don't easy. Say that. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. But um, allegedly, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, man, it, it is a totally different type of sense of. I wonder, like, I've seen people. Like I, I seriously can't imagine going to a stand-up comedy show in, in Russia. I don't even know if it fucking exists. Or like sitcoms and shit. Like this, do they? This does Russia put out sitcoms like Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, shit like that? I can't picture it, man. They must no, but I can't picture this, man. Wait, Andy, can you do your Russian accent? Oh, please. No, please I can. can't. <laughs> Dog, we're we already talked about no. the peanut butter off, off a homeless guy in a dead guy's foot. Dude, my Russian accent is the same as every other accent. It's, it's just Asian. Asian. It's an Asian accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, I, uh, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, another one for on my wish list. Let me throw another on here because I'm getting greedy then. Is uh, Julius Maddox to bench 800 pounds. I need to see. It's been two years. My man's been chasing this. Had him on the podcast. And he does like, he goes to like um, public schools to talk to kids. And like, he's had some major, he hooked up with the Chicago uh, White Sox or Cubs. Cubs. It was the Cubs. And um, I mean, fuck man. He's got to get this 800. If I could wish it's the 800 and he's got some good stories, man. He came on the podcast, talked about like, uh, like obviously he was in the prison system and, and his daughter came to meet him. He's behind glass and he gave a promise. Like I'm going to change my life around. And then he's got a really good story about, do you guys know the rapper, the baby? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. Um, and he's got a story about one time he was at the airport and uh, the baby was there and fucking the baby had like a bunch of money and some like, you know, the fast food little shops they have at the airport. Um, the baby's there with his entourage and he's fucking telling people like, he's got like, hurry up, you know, where's my fries with the shit. And they're like, we're sorry, but like, you know, this is like a normal fast food. It's taking a little while. We had to go back to like, I don't know what the hell he ordered. And he's like, got money pulling out money, like fucking money's not an option, throwing this shit around. And Julius said, um, and Julius like, fuck, this guy's like a dick. The baby's being a dick. And Julius said, his wife said something. Like not nothing crazy rude or whatever. I, I hopefully I'm not butchering the story, but somehow Julius's wife was involved, and the baby said something rude about Julius's wife, and and the, and the baby's around all of his boys, and he's feeling some kind of ways, mm. and Julius is like, holy fuck, he felt his his blood start boiling, and his temperature goes up. He's like, oh shit, I'm. I think I might be bouncing this guy off every wall in this fucking airport. <laughs> this is the baby's like 130 pounds. Julius yeah. is like 440 pounds. Mass, one of the strongest men in the world and i'm like holy shit would that have been a major news biggest venture of all time fucking ragdolls the baby but uh but anyways um yeah man i hope if i had a wish list wait how did it end did anything happen um it got i think his wife uh no he murdered the baby 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, think maybe it's the homophobic one, right? He, yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, That's right. Man. But I mean, dog, when it's rap music, I think most of them, it's the, the, the homophobic one that could be like a dozen of these rappers. Like, it's funny how um, people are some of the new woke kids who are like 18 got mad at Eminem and they're like, oh shit, you guys got to go further back on some of these Eminem lyrics because there's, <laughs> like you guys, you guys haven't done your, your due diligence yet. Your research, there's a lot worse because they found something that's like five years old that he said, it's like, you guys dig a little deeper. You're going to be, you're going to yeah. be mortified. Um, but I think Julius's wife uh, defused it or whatever. It got defused. And and nothing ended up happening. The baby has no idea who Julius Maddox is, but it's 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 a good story nonetheless. That went but, um, a different direction. I thought like the baby was going to be like, oh my god, you're Julius Maddox. <laughs> That's like I, I was like, damn, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> Can you imagine if he's like, holy shit, you're Julius Maddox, and he's like, do you know John Hack? Yeah, <laughs> no. like holy shit. Um, yeah, man, no, it wasn't, it was, uh, I think the baby had no fucking idea who, what was happening, what could have happened. And uh, whatever security he had around on him probably had no idea, but whatever. He got too big for his bridges and it almost cost him, but things got defused. But, um, but yeah, I hope Julius Maddox hit, hits 800. I remember when Julius came on and he just hit like 700. And uh, we're and he was like, I think I'm going to go 800. People think it's crazy. That was two years ago. So hopefully we do. And it's crazy to think of a human being bench pressing 800 pounds raw. It'd be one of those, you know, monumental achievements in powerlifting. So I hope that happens. Another one. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Let's talk about it. The untested divisions live streams level up. I feel yeah, like, sure. I feel like there's a bit of the discrepancy between like what you see in the USAPL or IPF worlds, the last meet Virginia pro USAPL had a phenomenal stream where it's like, like I, I want to see the untested streams be like that quality with like the slow-mo replays, the commentators, the scorecard on if like what the name is, what weight they're going for. If they hit this, it'll pull them at the second temporarily, like all that. I can't watch basketball and not know what the score is. I'm just watching guys shoot through three pointers. It doesn't have a context to me. What's happening? Some live streams I see, like some of the best of the best competitions, but I'm like, this guy's about to lift this. Cool. What does it mean to the bigger picture? What place is he going to end up in if he hits it? Uh, what are we looking at here? Otherwise, I'm just watching people in rotation walk in front of me and exercise. You know what I mean? To a little bit, to an extent. I need these visuals. Um, if you could picture like fucking F-150, and if you didn't have these stats and these screens showing you it, you're just watching people go in circles, you know, driving in circles super fast. So like, I want like that leveling up all around in terms of that kind of presentation. So it looks like you might expect on the- Did you say F-150? Like or F- truck? F-1, F-1, not <laughs> F-150. Uh, the F-1. Okay, I was, I was confused on that. <laughs> Like, uh, if you're See, we need F1. context. Yeah. See, there we go, my man. He's coming back. Context <laughs> means everything. Context is everything. But um, I think that would help huge in terms, of, like for sure, like viewership and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I think so. The 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 product they actually use a production company or like this guy who has a production company. The, he's the same guy who who does the USAPL nationals and their big meets. So I don't know if he's like solely like like committed to just the usapl world um but i think just because 
more he just has friends in it or, or he's like family in the USAPL leadership. I can't remember the exact thing, but like they would, the untested would have to like, I don't know, is it rent, rent them or pay them or lease it or whatever it's called um, to like have that happen. But I don't know if like they're loyal, loyal to USAPL or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, they could like, for instance, like the, the IPF had like straight up got a media crew or a TV crew. Sorry. Like you can yeah, get, yeah. Uh, that's money. But on the flip side, the untested's got money. seems like they're tossing around money. Um, so like yeah. even, I don't know how much it costs. Uh, you could probably source a full on TV crew. And uh, like some of these guys who were on the IPF team, like, like work for the BBC and shit like that, like legit, like, right. like uh, TV source, live television. So there's a lot of these, you know, TV people out there and you just explain what you want and they set up all the different angles. Like, like, I don't want one angle. I want five different angles and you split cut between the different angles. And then I want slow-mo replay the whole nine. When I see that's what the IPF worlds has. They, they take like a full day of setting up five or six different cameras all different angles. They have a TV producer who splices, give me this shot. And we're going to do this shot. We're going to do that shot. So let me get a slow-mo on that. And then the commentary, and then the graphics on screen are Andy just hit 370 uh, kilos. So 771 pounds. This moves him into third place, third place temporarily with four lifters left to go. And now, you know, if he hits it, if he doesn't hit it, what's going on? You're like say less. We're good. Yeah. Well, I think you said that. I mean, the, the right, the key phrase there is the money. If if the meat director on the untested has to dish out five ten grand for a production company versus put that towards the pot, I'm pretty sure the lifters would rather have subpar live stream, yeah, and get more money, yeah. But I know I, I know it's a balance. So I mean I mean you could ask John like John would. I think we're we're very happy with the showdown. It's an improvement. It's not nearly what the Virginia Pro is. But I think the level of lifting and I guess the prize is is what is a higher priority, I think. What do you think, John? I think John's uh, gonna go for the prize money. Seeing how you're either paying John or paying a TV production company. <laughs> well just, t- just just take the money out of like second place and then yeah, that's right. John goes, let's lower second place and third. Why don't we do an all or nothing? Okay, so we keep the number one prize. Yeah, I know. I I think I think no, I totally agree with you. I just don't know what the, that cost is, and I think also it's like who you know. That's a big deal. So I think that's part of what I think we're trying to work towards is like it, it, with the meat we're talking about is, is having the best overall meat across the board from live stream to the lifting to all that stuff. So yeah, I I do think you're right that maybe someone who is already in the powerlifting world so their usual price might not be the price for this because they're, they're like fans they're in. Right. I right, think that's right. where USAPL got lucky and the IPF just has money to buy the TV production company, but it's different. If you yeah. guys are operating your, yeah, I got you. Yeah. But that would be definitely one of my things on the wish list If we could get that. Yeah. Is there, is there a beeping in one of your guys' backgrounds? No, no. I can hear some. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Um, do you guys have something for the naughty list? Well, I have one more. I have one more wish list. Okay. I also, I also have one more wish. List. Okay, nice. All right. My wish is for John a good squat low bar. Fuck off. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally reach his potential 
Andy has, just, Andy has just reached my naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, What's the story there, John? With the low bar, high bar? I don't know. I just I'm stronger high bar, and I get tired of everyone saying. The, the story bar. is somehow everybody else in the world who's not nearly as strong or half as strong as John doesn't think that John maybe tried low bar in the past a few times just to see if it actually works out for him. And decided that it didn't, so he sticks with high bar because he's just, you know, has some common sense and would try that. But no, they're like, oh, you should try low bar. That's it's, like, it's like it's like every squat video. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Every, you should go through the comments. Like, why don't you low bar? You'd be so much stronger low bar. You'd be squatting 800 low bar. Blah, 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 low bar. God, if you just, if only you did low bar. If only you tried it. Why don't you even try it? Are you like, you need to lower your ego and just try it. You, you, after you after try it. <laughs> No, it's like like after if you just give it a shot, you'll be stronger. You'll learn. I'm like <laughs> that. That would be like then. Why doesn't John pull sumo as well? Yeah, it's just, yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about that. It does sound like you're doing everything the hard way in terms of range of motion wise. Like I go high bar and I pull conventional just to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what people think. John, John might just as well do it. Feet, feet flat and that's no right. He's like, well, with all due respect, I'm Larson pressing this, and that's the way I do things. Um, just to throw salt in your eye. Uh, how do you like that? Yeah, but I, that's it. The people are just so upset that John doesn't do low bar and think that he's never even attempted to like try it. <laughs> well, are they under the? Is it? Are they under the impression that? It's like raps were like the argument. You just haven't given it enough time. Yeah. Did you, how you've given this a full on go at low bar before, obviously, right, John? Uh, I did like a few weeks and I just kind of just knew that it wasn't for me. Yeah. Like, like just everything felt uncomfortable. It didn't feel strong. Um, it, didn't, it didn't feel like it was getting more comfortable like week to week. So. But but the the kicker is John has a top five all time squat. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not like his last squat is weak. <laughs> oh, he's quite good. <laughs> he's quite good. He's done. He's done okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you could kind of tell if it, if it is for you or not once you put it on and start shifting some weight. Especially, like I, the- I can I can try <laughs> sumo and I can immediately tell like my my joints are just not made for sumo. So. I love it when people make comments about um, like sumo versus conventional. And then I'm like, if it was always easier, why doesn't a guy like John hack do sumo? And their reply is because he doesn't want to lower himself to that kind of a standard. And I'm like, I think if John thought he's going to throw 50 kilo on his sumo, I think he'd give it a go. I mean, I think it's worth a shot. If he like, I don't think he's like, I will not lower myself to my to this to to pull sumo i would rather go out on my shield but that's how people think man it's crazy yeah like if i could get like five kilos out of sumo i think i don't know i'd probably stick with conventional just because i i don't know what's the number 20 kilos yeah what is it john now we're talking yeah probably like 20 25 okay how about you andy for 20 kilos Peanut Uh, peanut butter off a homeless guy's foot but i have seen both of our sumos and i can tell you it's just it's not gonna yeah happen. I, I could tell you i I would need yeah i, I it's not gonna happen i would i would but there's stuff i would do i would lose what's that was it dave tate or somebody i would lose an inch off my penis for uh 50 <laughs> 50 50 
kilos on my bench. 20, what? 30 Doggy. kilos on my bench. Dog, dog, let's talk. 30 hey, kilos on, on my bench. Hang on a second. Before we do this Christmas wish, and <laughs> I believe in the powerful miracles of Christmas, you're going to wake up. You're going to wake up on the 26th and wish you never said that. So hang on a sec before you throw it out there into the universe. Um, I thought about this many times. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. You can't talk me out of it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, fuck. Yeah, bench press is one of those damn things. John, your bench press is absolutely blowing up, huh? Holy fuck, dude. Touch and go. Was that a touch and go or a pause? 600. Sep- it's close. A touch and go. It's half and half. It's a half and half. It's a quick, no, it's quick, quick it's a quick SPF count. Pause That's right. Count. It depends what meat you're talking about, what standards. But what the fuck is going on with your bench press, kind sir? This is ridiculous. Um, I think just uh, do the quad injury. I couple, put a little bit more emphasis on bench and deadlift this training cycle, and it's really paid off. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Like usually um, I try and do like five training days a week and it's uh, three bench days, but that third bench day is kind of like optional. And now because I didn't really squat too much, I usually had more energy to hit that third day. And I think that's really benefited me. Frig. Cause dude, your, your, your bench press is absolutely flying. You know, like I yeah. remember, um, damn, how things change. IPF worlds, your squat was fucking intimidating. Like your squat was a world record and it was like, holy shit. Um, and then, and then from Brett there, Gibbs had a bigger bench and Brett yeah. Gibbs's yeah. bench was phenomenal. Both you guys get dead, but he might've had a bigger pull. Like he, he, the thing is he had to overextend on this pull. He almost, he was like an inch away from locking out some crazy weight. Um, you had a, you had a big dead too though. But now your bench is like, Keska fuck. Uh, pardon my French and your deadlift is absolutely monstrous. You got a big squat, but your back end lifts like, Holy smokes. Talk about closing the show on this. Um, I don't know, man. It's just the way it kind of shakes up. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think my squat would have kept up if it wasn't for like injuries though. So fair. But, yeah. Especially like whenever I get on cycle, my, my upper body just blows up. Dude, you look massive these days. Thank you. <laughs> bro, is that a bro moment? Bro, you look bro. so fucking jacked. Let's 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 get your shirt off, John. Uh, it's actually it's actually cold in my house. By the end of this podcast, all three of us are gonna be fucking shirtless and have a cocktail in our hands. We're getting loose. We're getting loose. Um, but yeah, it's a do you how how much longer do you think you're gonna stay in 90 kilo? Um I don't know. Cause like, so I basically did like back-to-back cycles this time and I'm kind of creeping up a little bit, but I know that once I get off, I'll, my weight drops down quite a bit. So like how much do you have to cut? That was two fifteen this morning. So that's actually not too bad. 17 pounds though. But I was probably like, I was like two seventeen when I hit the, yeah. the 600 and the 900. And you yeah. cut, is that water you cut going into the comp? Yeah, I've done more. Fuck, how big of a walk? How much water have you cut? Tribute 2020, uh, 2019. That was a rough. Wait, that was 2020? Yeah, I did like 20 pounds that year. 20, yeah. For the tribute. Straight water? Oh, yeah. Like it was. <laughs> he, <laughs> it was he, he, he didn't make it at weigh in, so he had to keep going. Fuck. No, no, I made it way. Oh, what did. I did was uh, I, I came like you went late. I came no, I came early. 
and I stepped on the scale. That's what she said. And yeah, <laughs> came, came early, stepped on the scale, and I had like another pound to go. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, ran to the sauna and got it out. And then I was getting the IV afterwards, and they like literally like injected, they put the needle in. They're like trying to like, like draw blood to make sure. And she's like, I can't find it. He's like, like, oh, it might just be so dehydrated. It doesn't have like blood in that vein. And I was just like, oh, oh my. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your so, blood is like syrup. Yeah. Like this is. <laughs> she's like, son, how do you feel right now? Because uh, we haven't found a pulse in the last few minutes. Yeah. I don't know if that one was worse or. Uh, yeah. That one was the worst one. Uh, I um Penn has come on the IPF 66 kilo world champ from France. And he's had some hero cuts. And he, the worst of the worst, he had like, like Dan Mir, he was barfing. Cause you get so dehydrated, your body starts throwing up. Like when you're lost at sea, they start throwing up, um, had to get brought to the hospital, to the ER room. Like shit can get spicy, man. Um, that's where like you reach like a, a tipping point. But the thing is you keep smashing weights on the platform. So it's like tempting, but there's no, people don't understand when like, I've done some cuts, no hero cuts like that. Mm. I've done some cuts. The worst I've ever done is 16 pounds. Um, and I shit you not. I looked in the mirror and it looked like I had two black eyes. Was because that two you, hour weigh in? Um, this is a 24 hours. This, oh, okay. this is like 10 years ago before I was IPF. Okay. Um, I, I know I haven't done 16. <laughs> haven't done it with a two hour weigh in. That's, 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 that'd be crazy. Yeah. But um, it, the, the people who haven't done a hero cut like that, it is, you start questioning everything when you're in, in the shit of it. What you like, your heart rate goes crazy through the roof when you're in the, either it's a bath or the sauna and you literally feel like you might die. Like, and, and you could, like it is yeah. in, like, I looked in the mirror and I swear to God, I had two black eyes. I, it was, it was got so scary. Um, Cause it's so black. It was in my lips, everything. I looked, it was crazy. And I remember a buddy came to my hotel room to check up on me. And I answered the door and I, to this day, remember the expression on his face. <laughs> and he goes, he was like, oh, hey, man. And I could tell he was faking beyond faking. Like he, the look of concern. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's that bad. <laughs> you know, like he, this is where your anxiety levels go through the roof. And like, how bad is it? Um, fuck, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like if I look at the pictures of like me at weigh-ins versus like me on the platform it's like well it's crazy how like how much weight i can change like just my face alone it, it was funny we were talking actually is with penna we penna was on the podcast and we we're talking about cutting and we we're talking about that new invention here's a christmas gift for a power lifter that little mini sauna thing that you had and you were <laughs> your head and hands were out sure of it, it and yeah, you make- were dancing to it and all the rest of it did that make thing sh- work Make sure you get the dry sauna. Not the <laughs> yeah, wet one. I got the wet one for the current, and that almost fucked me. Why would? Tell me about these. It's, I, it's think, not as strong. It's not as hot. And you so, like you think you're sweating, but and you get out, you're just like drenched. Like, oh man, I lost like so much, and then you step on the scale, like, oh, I actually lost nothing. This is just the the steam. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and I just like uh, that one. That one was rough because I. That's the second I, worst. Yeah, yeah, that was after John. The John one. cut all night. He didn't sleep. I, I didn't sleep that night before Williams. Yeah, I woke up every two hours to check on him. He was just still going. So, yeah. and then even when he went to the to go away and get on a scale, it was like a YOLO. Jesus, please. Yeah, like I was stepping on my scale, <laughs> and I was like, I knew my scale was kind of 
heavy so i'm like shit i gotta go a little bit past it and i was like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna send it i'm gonna go to the weigh-ins an hour early like see where i'm at like maybe their scale is heavy as well because that sometimes happens and it was so <laughs> it worked out yeah is it there's nothing worse but than- it, even then i had to like step on the scale like 20 times because it kept teetering between like 90 and 90.1 and I was just trying to like get it to <laughs> it like like when I initially step on and go ninety and then like it would like bump up to ninety point one. So I just kept trying to like <laughs> different different uh sides of the the scale, figure out where where I, got, I could get that to stay at eight, at ninety. I, I got a crazy scale story in a second, but I was just gonna say there's nothing worse than when you're driving to the venue and you're like I have no idea. Like there's no worse when you showing up, walking through the doors, people, Hey, how you doing? Hey man, you weigh in. What time's your weigh in? And you're like the fucking anxiety. You don't even want to talk about it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you look like shit. Everyone knows they're looking at you like, 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 Hey dude. And the feeling you have inside when it's time to step on the skin, you're just waiting to be like, I could be just about to be kicked in the balls right now. And this is, this is all for nothing. Um, I remember at the IPF World Championships, Bill and Arian, the two co-hosts on this, were telling me they had a 59-kilo kid. And I don't – this can't be fucking real. But he had massive troubles on the scales weighing in. Cut crazy weight. He went viral, millions of views. He's the kid that was deadlifting and barfing and deadlifting and barfing on the platform. And it, like, went viral. I'll send you guys the video. It's Cole Metz. And they said um, they had him – on the scales and, and he, and he wasn't going to make weight. And then worlds, you don't get to go up a weight class. You're just not lifting. This is in Sweden. He fucking flew out there. Everyone flew out there. So they're like, we got to fit. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? So they, first off, they cut all of his hair off. He had beautiful long hair. He's a country kid, beautiful long hair, plays a guitar, just like you would think. Right. Um, red blooded American. Okay. I had to cut his damn hair off. And then um, Bill's uh, go on the scale still wasn't working. And then Bill goes, this is going to sound crazy but this might work. And they're like, okay. So he's like, dude, tell me this is a science, John. Tell me you didn't do this at Kern. The fucking kid got stripped down naked. He, he went upside down naked on his hands and Bill was holding onto his ankles and they fucking weighed him in like that. Is that the crazy? Wait, how? He was naked. How did someone get to hold on to him? That seems like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think they might have spotted him there and then they let go. They help you get there in position and then they let go of your ankles and you're fucking doing a handstand naked, full on naked, butt naked. Hmm. Can you imagine being the IPF official being like, what the fuck? I don't get paid enough for this. This Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of someone actually like weighing in doing a hand, a headstand, but I remember in wrestling. Some people would like you'd like do a headstand for like a minute right before you had to step on the scale. I don't know what the science behind it is, but I've seen it work with some people. Dude, I thought Bill was just a pervert. Um, this is a fucking this, so that's actually out there. This is actually real because I was like, Bill, this is some crazy shit. Um, because could you, I can't imagine trying to tell this kid to do this. And he's looking at you like, are you fucking crazy right now? And you're like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Well, it is what it is. That's the worst case scenario. But are you, are you at a point at some point where you're going to move up to a weight class from 90 kilo to a hundo? Um, not right now. I'm kind of just going to see where my body 
naturally goes. I think uh, I think once I get off cycle, I'll drop down enough where I can. Uh, when I when I get back on, I'll I'll have an easier cut. But. Yeah, I mean, this is John's fourth competition in less than a year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was what like March. March was hybrid. Uh, April February. was February was hybrid. Kern April. was April. Showdown was September, and then now hybrid again in January. So yeah, it's enticing to keep doing multiple meets when you collect checks, though. Yeah, or yeah, is that's it? the only yeah. reason. That's the only reason. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't planning on doing hybrid. I was actually going to do uh, a strongman show, official strongman games back in November, and then take a little break. But then the hybrid uh, prize money got bumped up quite a bit. So <laughs> you're gonna ruin some people's day. <laughs> I don't think I don't, he's ruining anybody's day. They don't go in there expecting to beat John. No, but that's it's, what, it's basically that's what I'm saying. I, I know there? some. I know some kid did. Oh, uh, this uh, some girl I was talking to was like, "Yeah, this kid from my gym said he was gonna. Oh. He, was, he was he was like gloating about how he's gonna beat John Hack, and I was just like, how'd that end up for him? In like 2030, or what's that? how long? <laughs> how long are we waiting for at, this? At the curd. <laughs> Jesus, what? That's an ambitious young man. Well, he didn't she, even make top ten. So no, what see, the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I was like. Mm. I think he was just trying to impress, impress girl. the girl. Yeah. And it was it was like, hey, that maybe would have worked if it was like someone who's not aware of powerlifting, but Oh, she was actually in the powerlifting world. Well, I guess she's yeah. talking to well, you. She told John. Yeah. So she wasn't impressed. Impressing a girl, that old trick, huh? Yeah. And then I guess like she kept kind of like like every time I'd hit like a big lift or even after the meet, she she said she'd like talk shit he would, he would get super pissed about it <laughs> she's like did you have a bad cut or pulled hammy what's going on yeah yeah because... what, ha- what happened there i thought you were gonna john... i thought you were gonna beat him john's kind of pulling away on you right here what's uh <laughs> you must have a really big third deadlift waiting uh-huh. because this is getting a little too entertaining um do you have some uh some of those like special christmas game things like like last time john you were saying oh right. some oh wait or should That's we go terrible. into the are you gonna do your naughty list oh, oh, i still, have, I still have one more wish let's, okay okay let's do it's a real quick one it's a real quick one so uh going off uh you saying you wanted julius to bench 800 i want to see daniel zamania do an actual meet oh fuck the iranian sensation yeah dog very good, very good wish list, my man. Because Julius is on here, and he was like, um, and every like it, the the numbers at times he hits are crazy, and then mm-hmm. other times they're like totally not. Like, uh, and Julius is like, I don't know if my man is. He must cycle hard because his numbers are all over the place at times. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, let's see what's he waiting for. I don't know. And he actually, Julius was on the podcast saying. Um, I mean, I, I talked to him here and there, the Daniel kid from Iran, but the language barrier, there's, we got a bit of a language barrier. I don't, I don't speak yeah. Farsi. And, um, he was like, can you tell people that my lifts are legit? My weights are legit I'm telling Julius this. And yeah, Julius yeah. is like, my man, I can't, I, I, I don't know you though. Right. Like I'm not talking shit, but at the same time, I can't vouch for you. I'm not with you. You haven't hit the platform. It's like, I can't do that, man. I can't go out there and vouch for you if I don't know. 
But um, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, Daniel's lifts are like not legit, but at a certain point, you want to see it happen on the platform. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Why do you guys think this hasn't happened yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't know like what the uh, lifting schedule is like over there. So maybe it's harder for him to compete. Yeah. But, yeah. What do you think? We'll see. Andy? Uh, I don't know. I think he's, he reminds me of Zaheer and oh, yeah. Zaheer would have great home court advantage and put up these crazy numbers, but we wonder if he traveled and competed other people, he would, he would literally bomb out and shit the bed. So I don't know if he's just afraid of that or I don't know. I think I he, don't... he literally bombed out. I don't think he literally shit in his bed though. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> he might have. He could. Andy goes. No, I got a. I got a story, but that's another. <laughs> All right, let's move on to naughty. List. Let's move on. We're gonna move on on <laughs> that. I just want to say, what the fuck happened to that guy? His wife's still in the game, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think here's here's just. Uh, I think classic story just compete, push too hard, too long, not too long, push too hard all the time. Um, whether it's the training or the drugs and all that, and just got burnt out and, and injuries and stuff like that. Dog, I miss his post. Motherfucker, I don't cry crazy. He, he like purposely me. I kill, I kill Lily Bridge. Yeah, it he's was like, like Mike Tyson with it. It was amazing, and he purposely. <laughs> He purposely made like grammatical errors in his English translate on, and it was fucking hilarious and amazing. Yeah, yeah. And he was over the top. And he made those crazy facial expressions and made thumbnails with it and shit. He was a yeah. character, man. Um, you know what? Fuck it. There's my wish. I hope he comes back. There's another one. All right, fella, let's do a little naughty list then. We, we got, we got, we're a few bad boys. Let's make a fucking, let's make a naughty list. What do we got? Who wants to go first with the naughty list? Uh, Derek is naughty. Derek, I don't know how to say his last name. Thistlewait, whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with him, but but he's he's naughty. Like he's not like a bad guy. I just think he's cool when he uh, starts these uh, these minor like uh, statements and uh, just controversial statements. And there's like his his following is really. But not his fault, but there's a lot of like people on his on his social media like talking shit, like saying like John's stronger than him and he's already arguing and uh, You mean he's stronger I, than John? No, people are going on his page to tell him that John's stronger oh. than him. Pound oh, for pound. Gotcha. It's like this argument, like, well, John's might be stronger pound for pound, like dots wise, but he has a bigger total. But then also like he's in rap, so it's just this weird uh back and forth. But um I still think like a lot of his statements are pretty funny and um, I think he does it for the, for the, the clout. Um, but he's overall, he's still a strong dude. And I like him, but he's naughty. <laughs> he's, he's, he's spicy. He's spicy yeah, is, is the spicy. new term people use as spicy. Yeah, it's, um, spice. I mean, for, he's a young dude. I think he's like 22 and um, going on re- 40 though. Yeah. yeah. Going on, living the hard life, but he's, he's a, uh, relatively new to the game but carved out his niche like he's super he is super strong he is um he definitely has a social media presence to him that uh, i mean you make waves man this is how you get people talking right we're talking about him right now so it works and he's hunting down the i think it's his goal he's chasing right now the the yuri belkin record 
Yeah, he is. Yeah. For for which is, I mean, fucking Belkin's a massive name for for Raw with raps. So if he can do it, especially at his age, he's a young guy. Um, it all depends on. I mean, you touch to it with some other people. You never know with longevity, um, especially if it's untested. You don't know what everybody's doing to get to their certain goals, and like uh, sometimes it can last for a while. Uh, another guy who's kind of doing semi comeback was Dan Green. I'm a fucking massive Dan Green guy. I love seeing him come back, um, but he's not a whole hundred percent all the way back. But it's it's tough, right? You have these goals, you push towards them, but sometimes longevity won't be on your side if you're going too hard. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to see, but it's definitely got people's attention and imagination. He got people. He kind of came out of like he rose relatively quickly um, in terms of strength and in terms of like significance online. And uh, I mean, it's working. We're talking about him right now. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, so we'll I will say though, I am solely ninety percent responsible for his new Jordan uh, obsession. So I take full credit of that. Um, so everybody in the world knows that. How's that? What, what Jordan obsession? Tell me about it. Oh, he he has like he went from not wearing Jordans to now he has like thirty pairs and rocks them every day. It's all over social media. Because I told him to. So I just, like, <laughs> how, you're welcome. How, you're welcome. <laughs> how you just hit about me like you should be obsessed with Jordans. No, he like posted a story about he's wearing like Air Force Air Force Ones. I mean, you should try Jordans. I just kept talking to him about it. And then and now he's fully converted. And I think I think me and John like have have and, and probably Russ too have have made the biggest contribution to the Jordan one brand in the powerlifting world. So we're 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 open to sponsorships, Jordan. Just so you know, <laughs> you were influencing culture, is what you're doing. That's right? right. How about you, John? You got a naughty list, sir? Uh, no, I can't. I I, I feel like I had one, but I forgot what what I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure with terms of a naughty list, man. I mean, it's it's because in terms like social media, everybody's getting into some shit these days. That's nothing new. I guess uh, kind of the the beef between the USAPL and the IPF be yeah i mean well, that's that's a real beef that's a real significant that's a beef that like some people overstate what they think their individual social media beefs are when in reality like in five years time no one will even remember or give a shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean like what little social media beefs happen between people but that is a for really real beef that changed everything in five years time it's still going to be like impactful on the entire powerlifting. you wish there wasn't division like, like you guys have said earlier, like actually that was on the wish list. Everybody goes underneath one banner and we all rock and roll, but it is what it is, man. Yeah. I think it almost could be, it's, it's tough because it could be beneficial because it could, I think it's going to force both of them to try and be better than the other. And that ends up benefiting the lifter. Isn't that the American weight competition? Yeah. Right. That's capitalism. <laughs> my american friends you guys know about that <laughs> oh yes sometimes, oh, yeah. it works. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't though can i say something can i say something if you can change and i can change <laughs> and this is what we're gonna go down that road no it's true um i wish it wasn't beef on that political level but uh yeah here we are we'll see what happens in five years time ten years time how it might be for the better it might be everybody's got to raise up all, all boats got to get a little tighter. Um, all right, cool. Well, then maybe, look, we did over an hour already just dealing with the Christmas. So we might even be able to 
just make a Christmas episode and then do a New Year's episode special. And that's what we did last year too, I think. Yeah. Maybe we'll put a cut on it right now. I wasn't sure if we go on, but we fucking run our damn house. How are you guys doing for time, by the way? I'm good. I just want you done by one, if possible. Okay. Your guys one is my guy. My guys. My, 40, my 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 better. We better rock and roll. All right. We'll cut it here. Thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure you subscribe to whatever on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, are you guys dropping us audio on your podcast as well? Yeah, we'll do that. Subscribe to both podcasts. Get both podcasts high ratings. Put it in your Instagram stories. We'll all repost. And thank you for listening. The next episode we're going to be dropping is our New Year's special where the fellas return. And uh, 